Hey you, thanks for being here. I hope that you're doing well and that you are continuing to lean into living freely and lightly this summer. And trust me, I know that this is a choice and not always an easy one to make. It's hot for most of us, which in my case can easily lead to grumpiness. So I have to be on guard and active and taking negative thoughts captive so they don't take my day captive. I've got a fun week ahead that I'm really excited about. For starters, I am getting ready for a trip to Tennessee next week to spend some time with my dad. And I'm also excited about seeing some other friends and family while I'm there. But this week, my husband Ron and I are hosting our first Mimi and Poppy camp for our granddaughters. This was something I knew I wanted to do years ago when my mother and father started having grandma and grandpa's camp every year when my kids were small. And it was a fun few days for all of the cousins to gather at my parents' house and to spend time together and have uninterrupted quality time with their grandparents as they cooked together in the kitchen, they played, did all kinds of fun things, and they had devotions and times of sharing and prayer with them every day. So Ron and I are looking forward to creating some of those fun memories this week with our grands and We're also excited that next year we will have a little boy to add into this girl gang of four that we currently have. I'm also excited to share this week's episode in our summer rewind that we are doing this month on the podcast. It's such a great reminder that our creator holds our days in his hands. And even when we don't understand the path, we can trust that he does because so oftentimes The view looking back for us is so different than the view that we often have when we're right in the middle. You know, as we look back on it, the hard now has a beautiful overcast and you can see the molding and the freedom and all the growth that was taking place that the hard brought out that was there all along. It just needed some tending to and it needed to be released in our lives. Also, I mentioned last week about the She is Awakening course that's mentioned again in this week's episode. And so if you haven't heard that, I just want to remind everyone that the online course is not available at this time because we're making that into a hard physical copy that you can have in your hands and do on your own or you can do with a group. So if you did purchase the online course, you will automatically be given a physical copy when they are released. So I'm super excited about that and we'll keep you updated on how that's all going. I hope you'll be encouraged as you listen today and that you will be reminded that you, my friend, are here for such a time as this. Are you tired of looking around at your life and thinking that it doesn't resemble the life you envisioned for yourself? Do you feel stuck in a particular season and your days just seem to run together in this endless loop of more of the same? Have you pretty much lost any hope that those things in your heart will ever become a reality? Or maybe you're feeling so disconnected that you don't even remember those desires in your heart anymore. Hi friend. I am Susan Beth, and you are listening to the She Is Podcast, where we talk about living life intentionally and trusting that those desires that you have deep down inside of you, they're there for a reason. I believe that the creator of the universe put those desires within you and that they are pathways to your purpose. If you are here for me to tell you who you are and three steps to living your best life, then 
you're in the wrong place. Will I share truths and practices that are super helpful? Absolutely. But my deepest desire is that I would create a space that allows you to clearly hear the whispers of the divine and that you would be reminded of things that I honestly believe you already know, that you, my friend, are here for a reason. So if you're here for more conversations in that kind of space, welcome. Let's go. One of my favorite scriptures about destiny and purpose is found in Ephesians 2.10. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I like to read verses that I'm digging into in different translations, just because it's interesting to hear how different translations, different words they use, and sometimes it just speaks to you in a different way. So I love doing that. And also, I found that if it's a, a scripture verse that I've heard for years and is very common, that sometimes it's almost like you can become numb to what it's actually saying. So I love reading it in a different way, and sometimes it just speaks to you fresh and anew. So I want to read Ephesians 2 in two different translations today. Here's how it reads in the New Living Translation. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so that we can do the good things that he planned for us long ago. I love how that reads. And I also love this Passion Translation. And um, I think it was this past week that I had shared um, on social media and in our private Facebook group, a piece of art where I had put this verse and I just love it. It says, we have become his poetry a recreated people that will fulfill the destiny that he has given each of us. For we are joined to Jesus, the anointed one. Even before we were born, God planned in advance our destiny and the good works that we would do to fulfill it. The New King James Version uses the word workmanship, where these other translations that I just read use masterpiece and poem. And that word workmanship comes from a word that in the verb form means to make, like a design produced by an artisan. And I love these notes that I'm paraphrasing that were in my Bible that said, a life without Christ can have no rhyme or reason, but following Christ brings us balance, symmetry, and order. We are God's poem, his work of art. And I just love this analogy of a poem. Because I don't know about you, but life can sometimes have us all over the place. So I love this idea that as we follow Christ, he has a way of bringing symmetry and order to all of our messiness. Now, I don't know all of your religious backgrounds, those of you that are listening, but I grew up in church and finding God's will, I'm doing quotes, you can't see, finding God's will for your life was a common statement that was said. Um, It was super common to hear people, especially young adults, say, I just want to know what God's will is for my life. And sometimes it could feel like this elusive aha moment that we all were in search of that always just seemed to be right around the corner. I can remember thinking that it was this, you know, big one-time event or revelation, and then I would know for sure what God's will was for my life. And for some people, it, it works that way. I've heard people share their story of how God you know, moved powerfully in their life in this one-time event and gave them specific direction that set them on a path in a certain way. So I know that that does happen. And it's interesting because I also felt very fearful. It's like I, I was, I felt such pressure to always be taking the right next step because I felt like if I took a wrong turn in life that I could totally mess up this whole plan that God had for my life. (laughs) 
Now, I knew the desires that I had in my heart, and I kept trusting and I kept looking to God for his direction and taking steps forward. But I'll be honest, deep down inside, I always kept waiting and looking for this burning bush experience like Moses had. And now don't get me wrong, I wasn't sitting around just waiting for the bush on fire or a specific sign. I was moving forward and living a life of faith as diligently as I knew how, and I experienced God working in my life. And even though I was experiencing God working in my life and experienced many blessings over the years, I just still felt this underlying disappointment and frustration like I was missing something, like I hadn't fully stepped into who I had been designed and created to be. Can any of you listening relate to that in your life? I mean, sometimes I found myself resenting the dreams and the desires that I had in my heart because I just couldn't see how they were going to play out. And I felt like anytime I stepped out and tried to put my hand to something that I felt like was in my heart, things just never seemed to turn out like I had hoped for. And it wasn't until a major disappointment that I had years ago around a door that I believe God had opened that suddenly was slammed shut that I had what many refer to as a rock bottom moment. And I felt hurt. I was mad at God and I let him know it. And in that moment, I realized that he could handle all of me, all of my emotions, all of my anger towards him, all of my hurt. And one of the greatest gifts in that season seasons was I found freedom to stop living for God's approval. And I learned to live from his approval because in that dark place, when honestly, I wasn't even interested in hearing what God had to say because I felt like he had let me down. But instead of feeling his judgment for crawling up underneath the covers and binge watching Netflix, it it was like he crawled right up there in the bed with me and, and was just there, you know, like a friend does when you're having a moment or a month, (laughs) they just show up with the cookies or whatever it is that you like. And they don't have to say anything. They don't have to say the right words because honestly, there's probably not any right words they can say. They're just there. And I want to remind you, if you think that God can only love you when you have it all together, then you are missing out. Because he knows that you and I will never have it all together. And that even in our messiness, you know, when he looks down in the middle of what we feel like can be one of our greatest failures or disappointments, he's not distracted by all that like we are when that's all we see. When he looks down, he sees us. He sees the person that he took his time to knit together when we were inside of our mother's womb. He sees us standing up strong in all of the purpose that he had in mind when he created us. We're the ones that gets distracted by all the circumstances and the mess that we see around. But when he looks at us, he sees who he uniquely designed and created. I think that most people can believe that there is a God that loves them. But I think it is a lot harder for people to believe that there is a God that really likes them. Did you know that? Do you know that God really likes you? He doesn't just love you. He likes you. He wants to spend time with you. You were his idea. And to live out who we truly are, it's going to take some bravery because it is so much easier and a lot more comfortable for us to just go with the flow. You know, it's become trendy 
all the um, cute statements like UBU and all those just beautiful, catchy sayings that speak to this issue of believing in yourself and being who you are. And don't get me wrong. I love a lot of these sayings. I've actually made art in the past using a lot of them. So I love them. And, but maybe, maybe it's just me, but in the last year or so, I have just started to feel like some of them are just, they're just scratching the surface. And it's almost like I just, I see us buying up the cute notebooks with the empowering quote on the front and hanging up the inspirational wall art. And it's like, instead of that moving us forward, it's like that has become the action step for us, you know, being who we were created to be. We're stopping there when as great as, and as, as inspiring as um, that surface level stuff can be, you and I, we're going to have to dig deeper to get to the good stuff, okay? The stuff that brings forth all of the goodness and the glory of God that is deep down within us. And this deeper level stuff is exactly why I had been working on and creating this She Is Awakening course, because I would have loved to have had this framework to help guide me in this process of awakening to all that God has for us. And so I've been working on putting together tools that I have found along the way, tools and practices that have helped guide me and helped me to have peace and walking out purpose in my life. And so I'm going to be sharing more about this in the next few weeks about how you can get your hands on that, something I've been really working hard on. And I'm, I'm so excited to be able to finally share it with you guys. Okay, I want us to look at another scripture. Ephesians 1.18, and this is the message version. It says, I ask the God of our master, Jesus Christ, the God of glory, to make you intelligent and discerning and knowing him personally, your eyes focused and clear so that you can see exactly what it is that he is calling you to do. Grasp the immensity of this glorious way of life that he has for his followers. Oh, the utter extravagance of his work in us who trust him. Endless energy, boundless strength. God wants us to have clarity around what he has purposed for us. And I think sometimes we struggle with what he has for us because we haven't seen it exactly. We haven't seen it modeled out before us exactly, those things that we see deep down in our hearts and in our spirits. And I'm here to tell you, I think there is a reason for that. I think there's a reason that you have not seen those things that you see in your spirit. You haven't seen them lived out in front of you. I think that you see a different way to do something, a different way to live, to live out in your your family, in your marriage, and in your workplace, because you were created to bring something forth into the world that doesn't already have expression here. So don't try and talk yourself out of something just because it's not the normal thing. We need what you have. So bring it. We need to see what God has placed down inside of you. There's a reason that you think the way you think. There's a reason that you feel the way you you feel. There's a reason why you get stirred up and you get angry about certain things in the world. There is a reason for that. So don't let culture or your friends or family try to um, tone you down. (laughs) There is a reason for the way you are wired. But here's what I want to remind you of. He didn't just put all those things down inside of you and then leave you on your own to bring all those things forth. As we just read in at the end of that, towards the end of that verse, 
He has provided us with all the power that we need. He wants you to have clarity about those things that he's placed within you. And not only that, but then he has provided the power that you need to bring those forth. And it's not going to be in your own strength. We are not on our own. And one thing that I feel so passionate about is I think there's so much goodness that's come out of the self-help movement. I think there's lots of things we can learn, but we are not to do life on our own. As believers in Christ, what we have been called to do is to be, you know, we're joined with Jesus as believers, but we are to be co-laborers with him. So those things that he's placed down within us, we're not to do in our own strength. We can't do those things fully. I mean, we can go to maybe a certain level of something, but we will never do and accomplish the things that he has placed within us without his spirit guiding us and strengthening us because we are called to be co-laborers with him to bring forth whatever he's placed inside of us. And that's going to take us renewing our mind to the truth of who he has created us to be and who he is and who he wants to be in our life. I want to go back to that rock bottom moment that I mentioned a minute ago. And I want to tell you something else I learned out of that season. Looking back, all of the things that I had felt like had been disappointments in my life or rejection and closed doors, I realized looking back that those oftentimes were God actually giving me the desires of my heart. Because I realize he knows things I don't know. He sees the big picture where I'm focused on what I see right in front of me. And he knows what he put deep down inside me. I might um, recognize a desire, but he truly knows how I'm wired and, and, and how and what I'm created to, um, to bring forth into the world. So I might be asking and looking for something from him to, to give me and thinking that's going to bring me happiness and help me fulfill my purpose when he really knows. And so a lot of those doors that are closing and have been closed where I felt disappointment and frustration, those were actually God answering my prayer and giving me what he knows was truly the desires that he placed within me. So now looking back, things that might've looked like rejection and closed doors, they actually look, look like the faithfulness of God to me. They look like redirection and helping me to actually walk out and live the plans and the purposes that he has for me. So here's what I want you to do. This is the homework that I mentioned in our group in the live on Sunday night. So if you're listening to this, this, this is what I would love um, to challenge you with this week in these next few days. I want you to take notice of times you have felt rejection in your life, when you have been frustrated by closed doors that you wanted to walk through. And I want you to look at those through maybe God's perspective and how he is designed and created you and the purpose and plans he has for you. And could maybe those be redirection for you and that ultimately it was for your good, that relationship that ended, that job that didn't work out, that move that didn't happen, whatever it is. I want you to kind of look back and take some inventory on that. And then I also want you to take time and, and reflect and write out some things that are in your heart that you feel maybe God planted there. And I want you, before you do this, though, I want you to pray and ask God to maybe open up your heart and your mind 
to show you those things because I think sometimes we we can forget we we uh, minimize some of the things that he's placed within us maybe because they've always been there and so they're natural to us or over time we have forgotten them or or maybe it was years ago even as a child and so we've discounted some of those natural tendencies that brought us joy in in places that we naturally thrived so I want you to ask him God show me remind me who you created me to be. And I also want to say this, when you pray that prayer, don't be frustrated if in that moment you don't get a big drop down from heaven and feel like you've got clarity on it, okay? Because it more oftentimes than not does not work that way. But I do know this, God is faithful and he listens to us when we pray, he hears us when we pray, and he will answer us. He will speak to us. So it might not be right there in that moment. It me- it might be while you're driving down the road by yourself, it might be while you're in the shower, might be while you are washing dishes, but trust me, he will bring those things to your heart and your mind. And I want you to write them down. I want you to think about them. And even if you don't have total clarity around them, write it down. It might be six months from now. It might be a year. There's, there's things I've written down that it's been years later where I'm like, oh, okay. So don't get frustrated with things, but as you, as you do get revelation or, or like just little seeds, write them down and um, pray over them and, and wait and allow God to, to um, speak to you and give you the clarity because he will do that in his timing if you will look to him and trust him. I want to close this out in prayer today and just ask God to do everything that I just said from, from um, the challenges right there and He will. I believe that he will. Father, I thank you for every person that is listening today. I pray that you would remind them that they were your idea. That no matter what circumstance brought them to the world, there are no accidents. You knit all of your children. You have a plan. You have a purpose for each and every one of us. And God, I just pray that in this moment, you would awaken all of the dreams and the desires that you placed within each of us. All those seeds that years ago you wove inside each and every one of us, God. That as we are joined to you and as we co-labor with you, God, you will bring something beautiful into the world that you can take all our mistakes, all of our messiness, all the things that we can even feel embarrassed about, that feel like failures in our life, God. You can take all of those things and you can work them together supernaturally and make a masterpiece out of those. That when people look at our lives, they see you. They see the glory of God. Lord, I thank you for your faithfulness to us, for your goodness and your grace. I pray that we would walk in your favor and your blessing. And I thank you for your your love for us. We trust you with our lives, God. You are good and you are our friend and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 
Hey, you. Thanks for listening. And if you would like to connect more, head over to SusanBeth.com and sign up and you will be one of the first to find out about anything new. Plus, there's a special free download available just to say thanks. If something in this episode did speak to you, would you do me a favor and share it with a friend that you think it might resonate with as well? And until next time, keep showing up in the world just as God purposed you to do. Because you being you is exactly what we all need.